0: Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. Hey, welcome back, everybody. It is a surprise to hear this, but it is the reality. And there are lots of people, maybe even people you know and you're not even aware, maybe it's you, living paycheck to paycheck, just getting by, waiting for the next one, the next one to get a direct deposit so that you can pay bills and and keep moving forward. We're in a Look at that today and maybe how to make that change. Also, on the flip side of that, when you do have some extra investing in your 401k and some best practices on that. He is the owner and founder of H&K Investment Group, LLC, and he knows all about that stuff. We've had some great talks in the past. Charlie Hartage is back with us on the program. Welcome. How are you?
1: Hey, Steve. Um, good morning. I'm, I'm doing very, very well.
0: Good to have you back here. And uh, it's been a while. We've talked about a yeah. lot of things along the way, but the paycheck to paycheck thing is a reality for a lot of us. And, yeah. you know, as I, as I think of people, I know, um, they're doing that. They're definitely doing that. Um, what are your first
1: thoughts on that? Yeah. Uh, unfortunately it's, it's far too common. I think, you know, it, I I've definitely been in that position, uh, for a while, uh, go, you know, being in the military. And then after that, probably for another three, four years, um, it's just, it's, it's stressful. It's frustrating. Um, you know, it's, it's not fun.
0: (laughs) Yeah. You never feel like you're getting ahead. Right. That's a challenge. And then, and then when you are a little bit ahead, then you realize, oh well, we got to take care of that. You know, got brakes on the car. It's been squeaking. I'll let that go another week. Um, how can somebody reframe the paycheck to paycheck? Do you find that it's, you know, a lot of times people aren't carefully managing their money and may have extra to work with and don't even know it?
1: Uh, yeah, I, I mean, that's that's possibly it. Um, you know, I think every situation is, is obviously different. Uh, for us, it was uh you know military and and with a uh, young family didn't really have any extra um you know <laughs> there there's things you, that people could do get side jobs or uh things like that like a side hustle um you know and, and and that can help i think at least temporarily but then in some cases maybe you're working six or 80 hours a week mm. and so i think uh you know w- what really helped me steve and you know, I, I obviously I'm in real estate now and you have to have money to to get into real estate. Right. It's yeah. it's not free. Um, and so when when we got uh, when I got out of the military, we moved back to Nashville, um, you know, got a job. It was kind of an entry level job here. Here I was almost 30 years old, um, had some career experience in the past. I was in the military for almost five years and I I couldn't get a, a you know, like a uh anything but an entry-level job. Uh, I only had two years uh, of professional experience and uh, the the companies I was looking at did not, um, you know, really, I, I mean, they're like, yeah, thanks for your service, but we don't count that as, as professional time. Hmm. So I, I, I was like, well, shoot, <laughs> I, you know, went back to IT sales. That's what I knew. Um, my, my wife did work part time, but we also had a one and a half or two year old, um, you know, and so it was was just, it was tough. It was, it was really tough and took a while, probably took a year or so until we were, uh, not uh, still living paycheck to paycheck, but not stressed on how are we going to eat or how are we going to make a payment? Mm. Um, and that was really frustrating, but we, when, when we kind of hit that, um, you know, that that one year mark and and money was coming in and, and we knew that we weren't in trouble necessarily unless there was a big expense. There's definitely some relief, but then what we started doing was investing in in the 401k and an IRA. So essentially we were still living paycheck to paycheck. We were just putting money into uh, uh retirement, which I think is, you know, possibly a mistake on on why we uh, you know, what we thought was the right option and, and right decision may not have been the best one for us. And I'm happy to get into and uh, get into that even more.
0: I, I totally hear where you're coming from. Cause you know, it, you, you want to plan for the future and I'm personally in between houses, yep. um, sold a house, had to number of different reasons and put an offer on another one right away. And it's like, Whoa, wait a minute. This is, bad market, um, wasn't the right situation. I wanted to so bad, but my gut said, don't do it. So I'm renting now. And, you know, friends tell me, uh, even friends who are renting, you know, and and own houses, uh, you throw money away. I get it. I know it hurts. I don't want to do it, but it is what it is for the moment. And I bring that up because, you know, in the 401k situation, you have a little bit of extra. You want to, invested somewhere, somewhere relatively safe. So you got something on the back end, but it's like a, it's like a vicious cycle going around and around. Um, tell me your thoughts on the, on the 401k situation that you were in, what you would do differently. And if somebody is looking at that, and by the way, not everybody has an opportunity to do a 401k of their job. So it's like, when you have it, it's like, ah, I want to seize, seize the opportunity.
1: Yeah, so yeah, great, great question, Steve. Uh, with four hundred and one ks, you know, in, in IRAs too, but um, government has has uh, allowed those options really for uh, to help people in retirement, right? And so um, back in the day, there, there's kind of three different legs to this this um, this chair for retirement. There's the the four hundred and one k in IRA. Uh, there's your pension, which doesn't really exist anymore. And then there's social security, which uh, who knows what that's gonna look like, right? Um, uh-huh. and, and so um, hopefully people are putting money into uh, retirement like 401k or IRA. I think the problem that I have uh, you know, found over the last few years is that's, you, you can't touch that until you're about 60 years old, right, uh, without penalty. Now there are some caveats there but you can't really use that to get ahead in the meantime. Um, Um, If there are options, if you do leave a company um, and you can roll that 401k over to um, like a self-directed account, and you can use that to invest in real estate or different hmm. asset classes. It's not at all commonly known because the big, uh, big banks don't make money doing that. Right. Uh, They, they lose money because um, you know, they're, they're, you're not buying into their mutual funds and, and paying them money to, to have your account. So, um, they don't really talk about that, but mm. you are totally allowed to invest, uh, in, into your, whatever you want, really, um, almost whatever you want, uh, as long as you have the right account, the self-directed account. So never knew that. I think Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cause like I you didn't said, know that
0: they don't tell you that.
1: Yeah, I didn't tell. I, I didn't know that until about three, uh, two, three, four years ago. Either, um, you know, and, and there's also something that I, I just recently learned about a, a few months ago. A few months ago, called the 403b. It's exactly like a 401k, except it's for yes. nonprofits. So um, you're able to uh, with 401ks and 403bs. Um, in some cases, you can roll that over to a self-directed account with IRAs. You're able to do that because it's your, your account, your own account, um, and, and really get ahead. Now, I, I don't want to bash 401ks or 403bs because sometimes you do get a company match, right? And, and so you don't want to give away that, that free money. Um, you know, so my, my thoughts and knowing what I know now is, uh, you know, invest in a 401k, uh if they offer a match yes and then as soon as you leave the company or organization roll that over and invest that in the uh for the long term because stock market very very volatile um you know and and doesn't really offer tons of benefits it it is passive but um you know in in real estate what we do we we also work with passive investors so I think knowing what I know now still would have done the 401k uh but would have rolled it over eight years ago, right? When I left the company. So as opposed to just letting it sit there, you know, you don't really have a lot of control with uh, 401ks and and you do, a, you have a little more control with IRAs. Um, but I, I do think that the big myth here, Steve, is, you know, that's going to provide a great retirement. I mean, possibly, but that's, that's you know, years down the road, that's when you're 60. And so, um, you know, to me, one of the, the best things to do is to um, invest that money and have that money work for you as opposed to you always working for your money. Because if you're in control of that money and, and you can invest that money, how you see fit, um, you know, chances are, you're going to be doing a lot better than uh, if you were just to, you know, put money aside in an IRA and 401k and and um, have a modest uh, retirement when you're 60.
0: Well, it's a great point you bring up that if things are tight, if you are getting a match from your employer, it's kind of worth trying to get something in there because it's free money. They're giving it yeah. to you. You can't use it right now, obviously, but you know, on the back end, all great. 403B. I have some friends that do live paycheck to paycheck and have actually taken loans out against their yep. 403B, which has been a, um, a game changer, lifesaver for now. If you're living in the now, um, there's, repercussions of doing that but at least you have the option if you need to.
1: Yeah. And that that's actually a great point because uh on my podcast I've I've actually spoken uh it was two people this week. I've never heard about anyone taking loans out in a 401k to invest in real estate, but two people this week uh that I've interviewed, they actually both said that they did that, right? Um one person uh he's like, "Look, real estate's the only way uh that that we can make this work because he has uh, several kids and uh, they're, you know, they're getting older. And, and so um, they actually took a loan out of their 401k. So they didn't have to use all of, all of their cash. And they were able to uh, buy a property several years ago, which they still have today. And that property is uh, probably doubled or, or possibly tripled in, in price over the, la- or in value over the, the last, uh, I think of seven or eight years. So that is an option that people can do. Now, I hmm. definitely wouldn't recommend living off of that. Um, but if you do have a 401k or 403b, uh, you know, you could look at taking a loan out to invest into uh, something other than the stock market. So don't want to say that's a bad route. Uh, I would definitely not live off of that. Um, You you know, uh, if you're going to take a loan out, do it to invest as opposed to do it to pay bills.
0: Wow. Okay. So (laughs) yeah. <laughs> I want to just make sure I got, you know, we, the 403B, I live it through a friend. So I know, you know, you can take a loan out against that. I want to confirm if you have a 401k, you can take a loan out against that as well.
1: Yeah. And and so I don't know all the stipulations. Um, I, if you are currently working with a company and have a 401k, I don't know if you need to get their input to take a loan out. Um, however, if you have a 401k with a company and you no longer work there, that's your 401k. You can do whatever you want with it. Um, so you can take a loan out. You can roll that over into a self-directed account. Um, but yeah, it, it you know again, this is not common knowledge. And and it, one of the very cool things, Steve, about uh, being in real estate for a few years is, you know, I'm I'm rubbing shoulders with um, ultra wealthy. Right. Who uh, not only is it common knowledge among the ultra wealthy, but they do it all the time. Right. It's not like, a, yeah, I've heard of it, but they do this all the time. So, hmm. um, you know, the, the wealthy man, it, it's insane. They, they just have a totally different mindset on how to invest. And and uh, something else that they do, which uh, which is just fascinating, is a lot of them buy uh, life insurance policies. So something happens to them, their family gets gets a death benefit. Uh, But what they do is they actually use the cash value, they borrow against the cash value and invest. So it's kind of like a a double, uh, double bonus points there, where, you know, worse, worse comes to worse, they get a debt, their family gets a death benefit. Um, But while they're alive, they're able to borrow against that and and just uh, grow their wealth faster than you know, anyone can even imagine. So, wow.
0: um, yeah. Hmm. These crafty things that people do that we don't, we don't know <laughs> unless you run yeah. in those circles.
1: Yeah. But- and it's all legal, you know, nothing illegal about it. And, and there's very, very little risk with that too. And I think that's, that's something that we, you know, initially I thought, uh, wealthy take these massive risks and they don't, they just know, uh, uncommon strategies to build their wealth.
0: All right. So let's look at that for a second. That situation, the life insurance policy. So it's, you know, double bonus, like you said, can you harness that the power of that tactic? If you don't have a ton of money, can you still do it on a a smaller scale?
1: Oh, absolutely. And, and yeah. And, and, just to be clear with, with this, uh, with this strategy, you don't have to make hundreds of thousands a year. You don't have to be uh, a millionaire or a billionaire to do it. Um, you know, and, and with these policies, so the way it works is you put And by the way, I'm not an insurance uh, salesman. So uh, I, I just know about this because I've, I've uh, spoken to several people that do this. But, um, you could probably have a policy as low as a hundred bucks a month, right? Or or maybe even 50 a month. Now, the lower you have. And and, and so the way that works, let's just use a hundred dollars a month. Uh, You know, and and I don't know the numbers, but let's say 15% of that goes to actually pay your insurance. Well, the other 85% of that um, goes into a cash value. So you could put a hundred dollars in today, $15 is insurance. Uh, 85 is cash value you can go in tomorrow and borrow uh usually up to 90 percent of that that money that uh that cash value wow so essentially you're able to borrow about 75 bucks or so um you know the next day about 75 percent of that so um you know and, and you do pay interest but you basically pay interest to yourself is, is how that works um you're still getting the interest and dividends on that whole you know, a hundred dollars and and all that. So it's it's just it's fascinating. And I recommend, you know, I'm happy to talk to anyone about it, although I can't sell you anything, but uh I can I can introduce you to people that do that and, and that sell that policy.
0: Well that being said, couldn't you couldn't you work with somebody on getting the capital using those tactics and then on the back end they work with you in terms of investing into real estate?
1: Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah, and, and you know, um, I, I know people that have done that where they uh, invest in uh, or they buy these life insurance policies. It's not all life insurance policies. It's not through every company, so it is. Uh, and, and the the policies have to be structured the right way. Um, I would say most insurance agents don't know the right way to do it, mm-hmm. um, but you know, just like in every every industry, there are niches, and and so. Um, you know, if, if you're interested in learning more, I'm happy to, to point you to a couple different, uh, insurance providers who are also in real estate that know exactly what I'm talking about. Uh, I've interviewed a few of them on my podcast as well. And, you know, uh, among, among the wealthy, it's very common knowledge, but, um, I would say probably half, half of a percent of the people actually know about uh, some of these strategies, Steve.
0: Wow. Uh, yeah. I'm going to flip it around. You talked about your 401k <laughs> initially. Um, what would you say are some of the biggest, I'm going to, I'm going to peel back the curtain now and make you vulnerable. What would you say are some of the biggest mistakes you feel that you've made along the way here so far?
1: Yeah, no, I, that that's a great question and I'm happy to answer it. Um, I, I think I, the biggest mistake I made was not educating myself sooner. Um, Now that doesn't mean you have to pay for some, you know, coaching program, some mentorship, some mastermind. Sure. But, you know, one of the things I I did when I was younger was I watched a lot of movies. I, you know, listened to the radio and things like that. Now that I'm older and wiser, I, you know, I still watch TV and movies and listen to the radio, but I, I read a lot more. And Really, even more than reading, I listen to either audiobooks or uh, podcasts, right? And um, now what I would say is don't just listen to podcasts, just listen to them. Figure out something that you're you're interested in. Maybe that's what are some wealthy tactics and strategies that that people use that you've never heard of? You know, go after that and just try to learn about that. Maybe you want to get into real estate. Um, go listen to real estate podcasts. But the biggest mistake I made was education, hmm. Um and, you know, I, we talked about this a, a couple of months ago, Steve, I grew up the middle class mindset and and middle class and and work and all that, which, to be fair, that's how most people grow up. Um, and it wasn't until I I read uh, Rich Dad Poor Dad, actually, that my mind shift, uh, mindset totally shifted. And I, I feel like at that point, you know, you mentioned opening the curtain and, and taking a look inside, I, I feel like a curtain was open and that was an inside look to how the wealthy uh you know a a very basic inside look to how the wealthy operate um but then from there just learning more and learning more and you know i I think one of the things that uh, like some people have probably heard about these strategies before and shut it off because they they're like oh that's a scam and to be honest when i first heard about investing in apartments passively i thought it was a scam it wasn't until years later when I was like, OK, all right, let me let me look back into this because I, I know people are doing it. Let me look back into it. Mm. And it I came with the open mind. Right. It wasn't a yeah, let, let's prove Charlie or let's prove Steve wrong. It's like, OK, let's listen to what they have to say. And then, you know, I listen to you, Steve, and then I'll go and and maybe Google uh, Google it and and figure out. Does this actually work, right? Are there other people doing this? And then come to find out, yeah, there's a lot of people doing it. You know, one of the funny things too, which I, I learned um, using a, a whole, uh, life insurance policy and, and um, you know, being able to borrow from that, um, CEOs and executives, they might not make a huge base pay, but they actually have most of most of the uh, CEOs, executives, even coaches um, like, uh, a professional, uh, sports, uh, coaches, they actually get insurance as their, um, as, as part of their compensation. Hmm. So they're doing it too. When right? you say, when you say
0: insurance, what do you mean?
1: Uh, life insurance, life insurance. they, right. they get life insurance. Uh, they get these, these, uh, policies structured a certain way, you know and and for I, I mentioned 100 bucks a month for them it's probably a few million a year right it, it, if i had to guess where they're able to literally you know get that job they get a, a several million dollar policy they're able to borrow against that literally the next day while they're still getting interest and dividends on their on their policy still have the death benefit now they're over here being able to take that you know couple million dollars and now invest in something else so it's just it's it's insane how mm. How I think little most people know, myself included, I'm not smarter than anyone, uh, myself included, how little we know, but it's just learning about these strategies slowly over time will really open up your mind to all the possibilities that that's really out there. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) And it's the
0: deal that they negotiate, um, but you can do the same thing on a smaller scale. But what I'm grabbing from you, Charlie, is... It needs to be a mindset. You need to get into the, the mindset of being a sponge, learning as much as you can. It's just, you need to, it's a habit. You need to get into that habit. And I feel a lot of us say to ourselves, yeah, I'd like to, but come on. You know, I'm going to invest the time. I could be doing fun stuff, but I'm going to invest the time in listening to podcasts and reading books and all of that. And is it really going to do anything to help me out? And- I'm I'm getting from you. Yes, it is. And it's going to come from all different places. You'll get a little nugget here from a podcast. You'll read something yeah. over here. And then it'll all start coming clear. All the pieces come together. And then you can take what you've learned and then talk to somebody like yourself and back that up. Get it verified. Yeah, you can actually, uh, I learned today, you take a loan against your 401k. Never knew that. I thought yep. it was just a 403b. And uh, yeah. Wow. So, you know, I just learned something there. And I'm actually, you know, the wheels are turning in my head. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. That seems relatively safe. If you take a piece of it, then you're, now you're, your, you, your, your investment plane is on its runway and you, you got a better chance of taking off.
1: Yeah. I, I love that analogy Yeah, and, and you're absolutely right. And I, I, I know we've, you know, talked about it for a few minutes, love to do a, a much deeper dive next week as well. And I'm happy to share kind of everything that I've, um, I've personally done because I, I think, uh, you know, I never had a, a mentor like this that that um, talked really about mindset, right? Um, and and I think that has been the absolute biggest shift in my life. And it's really only happened over the last three or four years. It's not like I, I knew this, you know, uh, when I was a kid or, or in college or anything, um, you know, and I, I think I, I finally started breaking out of that middle class mindset only a few years ago. But in that, in those, in those, you know, three years, um, not at all trying to brag here. But in those three years, we've been able to uh, buy five apartment complexes, uh, over th- almost eleven hundred units, valued at like one hundred fifty million dollars. And that's not something I grew up thinking. Hey, see that building right there? I am going to own that one day. Never, right? I, I thought that was only huge institutions and hedge funds and uh, billionaires. But really, Steve, the, the biggest thing that uh, that changed was the education piece. Not even the college degrees, right? Not even a high school degree, but the education um, and then the the mindset. Those two things, right there, have been, have made mm. absolute uh, profound impact on on my life and my financial future.
0: Amazing. Uh, got seconds left, but I got to ask this question: With these investments, you've made them with others, correct?
1: Correct. All of them. Yes. All of them.
0: Okay. And yeah. these are people that you trust, but are some of them silent or unknown? I thought you had mentioned that before.
1: Yep. So there, there's typically, there, there's two groups in, in these deals, Steve. There's the... Uh, general partners, the active investors that uh, find the property, underwrite the property, come up with a business plan, uh, help with the rehab, and, and talk to the property management company uh, every week, sometimes multiple times a week. And then you have the other group of the uh, limited partners, uh, also known as passive investors. Um, they they put their money in. Um, you know, We all put money into this big group. Uh, you have the, the small group of maybe, let's say eight people that are running the property and then a, a group of 60 to a hundred people really that ne- usually never visit the property. Usually um, you know, you don't even know who they are. <laughs> um, and, and so they're, they're totally silent. And so, you know, again, that that's one of those things. When I first heard about being a silent partner, I'm like, yeah, obviously that's a scam, obviously, mm. but it's not. And wow. there's a lot of people doing it.
0: And, and uh, you know, in 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 one sentence or just a couple of words did i hear you right that did you say you know 10s 20 30 people could be silent investors in a property
1: yeah uh i think the the most we have is probably 85 or 90 in one deal
0: let's hit that next
1: time <laughs> yeah yeah I know. absolutely
0: we, we skimmed that previously and you and and you even talked about you know the the expectations on your return it's not going to be right away uh but i didn't know it was that higher number uh wow what's your website charlie
1: uh our website is
0: hkigllc.com learned a lot today uh and i think an eye opener for a lot of us that do live paycheck to paycheck you've been there i've been there i was even you know top of my game to be quite honest with you and change things up because I wanted a change in my life. And I was living paycheck to paycheck. And this is going back probably about 17 years ago. Um, yeah. So it, it's all relatable. And I will say this final thought here. It doesn't matter who you are and what you're doing. I've, I've worked with a lot of charities and I'll never forget this line that somebody told me. Um, but you never know what life is going to hand you. And all of us could be one paycheck away from being homeless. You never know. So right. if you've got the capital, make it work to your advantage now. So you have, you know, some nest egg there. Um, Charlie, always great talking with you. Love the insight and, uh, looking forward to next time we get together.
1: Sounds great, Steve. Thanks. Thank
0: you. All right. We're coming right back. Broadcasting from the business capital of the world. This is the podcast business news network. Adopt U.S. Kids presents Multiple Choice Parenting. Your daughter just had her first breakup. Do you A. Put yourself in her shoes? How could he do this to you? And for Sheila, she she has split ends. B.
1: Console her. Oh, sweetie, this is gonna happen a lot. Four, maybe five more times before you get married.
0: C. Take charge.
1: Gotta get this all straightened out. Keep a little talking to man to man mano a mano. Hey, Steve, it's now a good time. No.